0: Impact Investing should not be about making a billion dollars. It should be about impacting a billion lives. Because then you leave something more powerful than money on the table. You leave a legacy.
1: Welcome to the Think India series of audio and video podcasts by Brand Capital International. This is the place where you're going to see top insiders, entrepreneurs, and innovators who are going to come and share with us their secrets on how to build a company ground up and take it global, all coming from the hub of innovation, the Silicon Valley. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Think India series with Brand Capital International. My name is Piyush Puri and today with us we have Kunal Sooth, who Forbes has called an icon of impact, crediting him with creating exponential impact but with compassion. So Kunal, we'll start by talking a little bit about what drove you towards working on social impact and taking all these global challenges.
0: I was born in India and I grew up there uh, for a bit of my life. And uh, you remember the uh, advertisement in Rasna? Yes. So you remember that kid in Rasna that drinks the whole jug? Yeah. That was me. <laughs> that was a so, lot of Rasna. <laughs> yeah, so as a child, I was faced with my own adversities in life. Uh, and obesity, being a misfit in the education system. And <clears throat> I suffered a lot. I, I really suffered both internally and externally. People didn't, you know, I wasn't accepted by my peer group and uh, you know how they say the black sheep of the family i always call myself the black labrador of the family because i always had a lot of love a lot of loyalty and a lot of uh, i always led with the idea of service right of serving something that's larger than myself right and um as i went through school at some point from being a black labrador i morphed into a black panther because hmm. there's only so much bullying one will take So it was interesting. I became like the bully's bully. Right. To protect myself. Right. So I became the protector, Mm -hmm. the guardian. Mm -hmm. And that experience is what taught me compassion. Mm. Because when you're put in that position, you automatically learn compassion... From an experiential place.
1: So, so this whole movement from being a black level ruler to a black panther, how did it tie in with the work that you started doing after you moved to the U.S.?
0: That kind of ties into here and now, in a sense that the work which I do in collaboration with the U.N. Right. with a lot of heads of state or influential personalities like uh, you know Jerry Wonder, who's a three-time winning Grammy Award-winning artist, or even Ricky Cage, who's our own Grammy Award-winning artist. Right. Um, Uh, It really is largely focused on uh, serving something that's much larger than ourselves. And with that, I launched something recently that I'm really excited about called We the Planet. You know, the Constitution of the United States says we the people. Right. For me, I feel like here and now, we the people have failed Mm -hmm. to a large degree. We're not able to unite. We're not able to come together. We're not really able to go to a place where we serve something that's larger than ourselves. Right. So We the Planet is exactly that. It's the idea of how do we go above and beyond our call of duty and look back at Earth. Think about how we can come together without fear or favor.
1: Right. The industries, the sectors that you're trying to target through We the Planet largely center around environment, or or are there a number of different uh, sectors that you're trying to address?
0: I'd actually say it's pretty sector agnostic mm. although we do use exponential technologies uh you know because i'm an ambassador to uh, singularity university right. and a global ambassador with OpenEXO, which is about exponential organizations mm-hmm. yes it's about the environment it's about saving the earth i was a part of a company that you know drones halo drop we changed the narrative from drones being able to take lives to save lives right went into the trenches of nepal and helped save some lives there. We have all the resources, we have all the uh, technology in the world. Yeah. But I think what needs to happen here now here and now is we need more su- superheroes, We mm. need more people that are willing to go above and beyond the call of duty mm. and, you know, become active superheroes. That's why here at Tim Draper's University, Tim, I have the most utmost respect for for one reason, he's not a bystander. Mm. He's like activating all these bystanders or even uh, potential bystanders into superheroes at Draper University. Mm. So for me, that's a really powerful and noble vision and mission.
1: Uh, When you talk about superheroes, it's, it's not just individuals, you're trying to bring in corporates, you're trying to bring in government bodies, organizations to all come together and work towards a cohesive, a unified agenda, you know, making sure that our planet survives in the long run and and we are focusing on the right things.
0: I'm more focused about about creating a new night's table. Mm. We just launched a movement called First Woman. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's what's needed here and now. Mm. How can we create a new night's table that isn't about politics Mm. and business as usual? Right. But it's about really shifting the tide where it's not just a seat at the table, but a whole new table Mm. that allows women to have the ability to serve and support and we serve them coming together to make the impossible possible mm. putting the first woman on the moon mm. by 2024 putting the first woman in the white house by 2020 putting the first woman in the un which hasn't happened yet right by 2025 mm. so these to me it's about man and woman uniting mm. to make the impossible possible
1: can you talk a little bit uh, more about Novus? i mean it's States that it's technology meets humanity. Yes. So, so where exactly are we, are we going with that? I
0: believe that technology is kind of like beginning to overtake humanity. We're becoming the servants, and technology is becoming the master. Hmm. And Elon Musk has said this. He's dead scared of when AI right. becomes conscious, right? because once it creates, has a consciousness, yeah. I think the first thing it's going to realize is that humanity hasn't been the best right. to our planet. You know, for me, the future of our world depends on extraordinary citizenship. Mm. And for that, I think humanity is at the core of that. Mm. Finding our humanity again and really using that in a way that technology serves us Mm. and we serve technology so that we have the future we want. And we're proud when we get there.
1: Right, right. I just want to segue into a specific subject we wanted sure. to talk about, which is essentially of impact investing, social yeah. impact investing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And according to a McKinsey report, uh, even though the numbers have been slowly growing, it's uh, right. somewhere in the vicinity of $300 billion that will be invested in social impact investing by 2020. It's still right. a very small percentage of the overall PE market. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you see that changing? I mean, there are these myths that exist that social impact investing is not as profitable, even though these have been debunked. Uh, a recent study suggested that around 50 such ventures in India, uh, either produced IRRs that were higher than the median numbers or in some instances, even beyond 25%. And So h- how do you see that changing? Uh, and also, can they be one of the superheroes in your overall plan?
0: Yeah, I think the superheroes are actually going to not make money. Mm. You know, I think, in fact, to be honest with you, impact investment should not make as much money, mm. should not turn as much of a profit, because if you look around you... That's what's destroyed our society, the fabric of society. Everyone wants to be a billionaire. Mm. We have to have a different kind of billionaire rise to the surface now. Right. Impact investing should not be about making a billion dollars. It should be about impacting a billion lives. Because then you leave something more powerful than money on the table. You leave a legacy. Right. To answer your question, yes, $300 billion is a very small market cap. I think it's going to increase tenfold. Because everyone is realizing that the world is bleeding, burning... And boiling. And I think people are also going to realize that the next type of billionaire is not going to be the guy who has a billion in the bank, mm. but the person who's truly impacted a billion lives over the next decade. Amazing. And I think that's the core of impact investing. Mm. I think that's why more and more people like Howard Buffett, yes. uh, the grandson, uh, he's a friend um, and and he's considered the Berkshire Hathaway of impact investing. Mm-hmm. And I hope he becomes that because he's got a good heart. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's what I want. Yeah.
1: Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, one last question for you, canal. Absolutely. What What's the legacy that you want to leave behind? What's the you know thing that you want people to remember you for?
0: I would love to be remembered as the real world version of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So when I snap my fingers, I will have done something good for the humanity. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Meaning Think. when I go away.
0: Yeah. And I just want that. I want to leave a legacy that's much much larger than me. And positively impacts everyone that I love and beyond that.
1: Amazing. Amen. And Thanks. thank you so much for joining us today, Knale. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you uh, everyone for joining us today.